Hello, beloved. Um, this is season, I forgot, <laughs> but it's episode four of season four, I believe, or maybe season five. Wow. Okay, so this is testimony ages 11 to 15 of my testimony. So this is where it starts getting um, weird in the sense that I believe that um, there was a lot of demonic stuff starting to work in my life. Although I do know that it has no hold on me. I'm set free by Jesus. Um, I have freedom in Christ and all this stuff. But this is where I can see looking back now as a grown up. I don't think I understood everything back then. But there was just a lot of weird stuff that started happening in this age range. Um excuse me um so around 12 my mom divorced my stepdad and we moved back to arizona to live with my grandparents so that was a really hard time for my mom and myself mostly my mom she was struggling a lot with you know obviously going through divorce and stuff and we ended up having to share a room at my grandparents' house. So that was challenging for a 12-year-old girl. And, you know, a mid, you know, I think my mom was in her mid-30s. She was young when she had me. But anyway, it was hard sharing a room with your mom when you're a preteen, <laughs> as you can imagine. So anyway, um, that happened at 12. And then the next couple years you know not too eventful i was in junior high so junior high was the worst for me i know a lot of people say that junior high wasn't so bad and high school was bad for them as far as bullying and just overall not a great experience i had the opposite i hated junior high i got severely bullied had zero friends. I started making a little bit of friends towards the end of eighth grade and they became my best friends in high school. And then high school, I loved all four years. It was a great experience. I had so much fun. I kept to myself in my little group. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. I was in, um, I played freshman basketball, just freshman year, and then did not make the team sophomore year, and then I never did sports again, but I was all four years in student council, and I was treasurer every single year of my class, so I loved that. That was a great experience. I got to be involved in making the floats and going to all the games. I was the mascot for a while. That was fun. I got tipped over in the porta potty, changing into, um, if you hear laughter in the background, two of my oldest boys are in here listening to this. So yay for them. So if you hear laughing or whatever, oh my gosh, mom, I can't believe you did that. That's them. So, um, yeah, I got tipped over cause they saw me going in with the mascot costume, the opposite cheer, uh, the opposite team's cheerleaders. And so I thought it would be a good idea while I'm changing into my mascot thing to go over and tip the porta potty. That was lovely. So that, but that was a cool experience getting to be the mascot for a while and going to all the games. I got to go to 
prom my freshman year, my junior year, and my senior year. Freshman year was for student council because we were there doing the decorating and everything. So that was awesome. Sophomore year, I did not go. I cannot remember why. And then junior and senior year, I went with my boyfriend at the time. So high school was a great experience for me. I did not get bullied, I think, because the high school was so big and I just stayed to myself, kind of. I don't know. But junior high was really horrible. Also, I think what um, the difference was, I was pretty big in junior high. Well, actually, I'll give you a little backstory. Let's back it up, back it up. So fourth grade, my mom and stepdad actually split up for a time. He was overseas stationed in um, for the Saudi Arabian, the desert storm. So we went to go live with my grandparents. And so fourth grade, I did in Arizona. And I was actually really popular in fourth grade. So I was in with all the cool kids, right? And then I moved to California. My dad came back from the war. They got back together. And then I came back to Arizona at the end of seventh grade. And I was a lot larger. I just, like, wasn't popular with the same kids that I went to school with in fourth grade. Like, these were all my friends. And they treated me totally different. And I just all of a sudden wasn't popular. It was weird. And so they just made fun of me, like, mad. Like, they were always, like, boys would tell me all the time, you're so pretty. I wish you weren't fat and I'd be your boyfriend. Like, that's all you need to lose weight and you'd be perfect. So I was like really sad. So the summer between my eighth grade year and ninth grade high school, I actually began an eating disorder called bulimia. So that was bad. And I lost 50 pounds. So when I started high school, I was a lot thinner than they saw me in eighth grade. Um, and that, I guess, helped them, like, back off a little bit, I guess. I guess they couldn't say anymore, like, call me fatty. So I was pretty and not large. I mean, I wasn't skinny by any means, but I just wasn't the same fatness, I guess, to them. Enough for them to make fun of me. I don't know. I really cannot get inside their heads. Um, but anyway, so high school was a lot better for me. <clears throat> so excuse me. So I made lots of dumb decisions. I made lots of dumb, dumb decisions. Um, I stole my grandfather's car. And have you heard the story, boys? No? Okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> so I st my grandparents were in Texas visiting my grandpa's family. And he left cars to his Toyota, a uh, key, sorry, to his Toyota Cressida. And for my mom, if she needed like an emergency situation or whatever, he put it in the drawer and I saw him put it in a drawer. Don't get any ideas by this, by the way, boys. Um, so I was like, hmm, you know, my ears perked up. And I'm like, okay, I know where the keys are at now. But I didn't like think of anything then at that time. So a couple of days later, my grandparents leave and everything. My mom gets up early. She has her own vehicle. She went to work. Um, and I usually took the bus. And this day, I was like, you know what? 
I think I'm going to drive myself to school. No permit. I was 15 years old. No permit, no license, nothing. So, yeah. I called my friends up. Shh, shh. What? Yeah, I made it. I mean, I thought I was an okay driver. <laughs> but later, and let's 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 stay tuned. Um so yeah, I called my two friends and <laughs> actually three, three friends. And uh, I said, I'm going to pick you up for school. And they're like, what? Wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I got my grandpa's car. So I went and picked up my three friends for school. We went to school, parked in the student parking lot, thought I was all bad. And um, so, yeah, the day, you know, I did that for, they were supposed to be gone Monday through Friday. And so Monday, Tuesday, fine, whatever, Wednesday, we decided to ditch school and go joyriding in my grandfather's car stolen by me no license up to mount lemon so yeah bad idea don't don't do what mommy does guys um so we did that and we had our boyfriends well i didn't have a boyfriend at the time but my friends a couple of them had their boyfriends with them so they were all jammed in this little sedan we, I drive up to Mount Lemon. <clears throat> excuse me. We have a fun time. We stop at Windy Point. We go all the way to the top. On the way back, it starts raining. And I start freaking out. Because I've never driven before, let alone in the rain. So I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I'm driving down Mount Lemon. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. It's just like, sometimes it's a frightening experience. And I don't really know how to use brakes. I used two feet. I remember when I first, when I was doing this, I was using two feet. And this is an automatic vehicle, not a standard. So I was using my left foot for the brake and my right foot for the accelerator. So, so I'm like, okay, we were looking for a place to like stop and get out and play in the rain. Right. And they were like directing me to a certain place that they didn't really know where they were going either offs because I ended up crashing. So I get to play. And then one of the guys, one of my friend's boyfriends from the backseat yells, turn here. So, and I'm going probably like 40 miles an hour down Mount Lemon. So I swerve quickly because I'm like a freak under pressure and he just like freaked me out. So I just turned the steering wheel all crazy, full speed, well, 35, 40 miles an hour in the rain. And I end up straddling like a two foot brick wall and the car just dies and starts smoking. And guess where it was? It was the ranger station. <laughs> So a bunch of these rangers and like law enforcement officers come running out of the building and like, are you okay? Everyone gets out of the vehicle, it's smoking. And this is gonna be a long one, guys. Sorry, because this was a pretty eventful five years. Um so yeah, that happened. They're like, okay, can I see your driver's license, insurance, proof of registration? I'm like, um, no, you can't, sir. Why not? I do not possess any of those right now. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. 
Um, and then they got my mom's number, all my friends' parents' numbers, and all that. So we had to all call our parents. And my mom came and got me fuming, and their parents came and got them fuming, giving me the side eye, like, you are never going to speak to my children again. Um, so that, yeah, that happened. So my mom all the way down the mountain was like yelling and like, how could you do this? And then I, when we got home, I had to call my grandfather and tell him what I had done. And that was not funsies. So, um, so that was, yeah. And the, the crazy thing about it guys was, I was two weeks away from my 16th birthday. I don't know why I didn't have my permit, but I was two weeks away from my 16th birthday. And my dad was going to give me his car for my 16th birthday. I was going to get my license, all that good stuff. So then my consequence from my mom, not from the law, I had to do community service, I think, for the law. Um, but... And I had to pay for the damage, work off the damage to my grandpa's car. So, um, yeah, my the consequence from my mom was I could not get my license. She would not sign for me until I was 18 years old. <clears throat> yeah. So I was so sad. And then... All my friends were grounded from me. They weren't allowed to hang out with me for like, I think the rest of the school year or so. It was a long time that they could not speak to me and we could not go to each other's houses because, you know, obviously I was the black sheep of the friends group and I was the bad influence. So they're like, you are not hanging out with her anymore. So that night was actually... The first time I had ever tried to commit suicide, um, I took a, I, I actually drank a whole bottle of iodine that was in my medicine cabinet in the bathroom. I don't know why there was iodine in the bathroom. I don't even know what that's for now or even back then. I don't know. Anyway, I drank a whole bottle of iodine and then I just like passed out. And I woke up in the hospital and they had to pump my stomach, obviously. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, let me take a sip real quick. Okay. Yeah. So they had to pump my stomach. That was horrible. It was just a horrible experience altogether. But yeah, that was a dumb, dumb decision. Um, and then a little, little later... I started going to a church. I had a boyfriend. Um, he invited me to this church. And this is where it gets weird as far as the spiritual and demonic go. Um, he, we were in youth group together. And he had a friend that went to the youth group as well and she had a crush on him i'm not gonna say any names or anything like that but she had a crush on him so she was jealous of me and she had an aunt that was a self-professed witch 
So at the time I was thinking to myself, I don't know if I ever even said anything to anybody. Like, um, I was just thinking, this is kind of weird. Like, how can you be a witch? And I don't think she was secretive about it either because she told me I've been to this house. Like I became friends with her niece that liked my boyfriend. Like we kind of had like a weird frenemy relationship. I don't know. It was weird. So I had gone to her house a lot. Um, and every time I'd go over, her aunt was there like doing spells, like literally you guys like saying chants, like she had a couple dolls, excuse me. She had like weird stuff in her dining room, kitchen area, like just weird, like little trinkets and stuff. And she'd always be messing around. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm doing this spell. I'm doing that spell. Like, just totally open about it to me at least i don't know if everybody knew she was a witch but it was just weird to me like i don't think she hid it at church either i think they might have known i don't know i can't remember that part but anyway so yeah that that was very strange to me so i, I think something was done or triggered in the spiritual world I was saved. I did have Jesus in my heart. As if you listen to the last one at seven or eight, when I went down to the church in the center of our community, I did give my life to Jesus at that point. So seven or eight is when he came to live in my heart. And then I kind of didn't really have much to do with him, but I believe he's always been there. He was still there at 15, but I rededicated my life to Jesus. And I also, um, went up and did like a purity, um, promise thing where, you know, you promise to be pure until you get married. And I got like the promise ring, the little gold band and like stood in front of the church and did a little thing and everyone clapped and stuff for like, most of the youth did that. And then a few weeks to a month later, I broke that promise with someone like me and my boyfriend broke up and then like it happened with someone that I was not really familiar with and it was a horrible experience. And then I felt horrible. And then I rededicated myself at the same church. And then I kind of like, didn't talk to that girl anymore or her aunt, but like that a whole experience was still there. And I remember the feeling of like, when I would go to her house, it was a very dark, like just icky feeling in that house. Um, and so I was, I'm trying to think of any other major events that happened from 11 to 16. I think, oh, at the end, I started dating another boy named, oh, I'm not going to name his name. <laughs> I won't name any names, but I started dating another boy. He, we actually got together he came to my grandparents' house asking about one of my best friends because supposedly he liked her. And then, so he came and was like, oh, what, how, you know, what does she like, blah, blah, blah. And I told him and everything, and then he left. And my grandparents were like, he doesn't like your best friend. He likes you. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, if he really liked your best friend, he would have started talking to her or went to her house, not yours. And I'm like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. And I guess he, they were right. Cause we ended up together. 
Um, and we end up staying together for the next three and a half years. So the next episode will be, um, 16, 17 to 21. And that is a very interesting time frame. You want to definitely listen to that because that's when things get really scary and very demonic as far as witchcraft goes. But again, now I know, like, I didn't know anything back then about the authority I have in Jesus Christ or that Jesus has set me free and there's no place for the enemy and any of that. So it was a very frightening time for me. But I will end it here and I hope this blessed somebody. I don't know. It was really weird and random, <laughs> but those were the choices I made during that, those five years of my life. Some good, some not so good, mostly dumb, but yes, that was my 11 to 15, 16. All right. Bless you, beloved. I will talk at you next time. Bye.